0: Greetings and welcome back to another and ongoing series of Shiremon Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at We are now in Gitin Daf Lamed Vav Amural. we about to start the Sugya of Prusbul. Hillel Hitkin Prusbul. This is the third of the three Takanot mentioned in our Mishnah. It goes back to the, uh, first century BCE when Hillel established the Prusbul. Now I put on the page an etymological note uh, about where the word Pruspool likely comes from. As at least the Stein's also has two suggestions based on what other um, researchers have, uh, have uh, made. But we will see later on in our Sugim attempt to establish an Aramaic etymology, which is a very common thing for Chazal to do with words such as these. In any case, Halal, Hidkin, Prusbul, etc. Tanan Hatam, we have the Mishnah, In, uh, Shvi'it Perakyad, Prusbul Prusbul does a, a meaning alone that is affected or covered by a Prusbul does not cancel, uh, during Shemitah. Uh, the necessary preface to this is something that we've discussed many times, that every loan that is a p- private loan between two individuals is canceled uh, at Shemitah, according to almost all Rishonim, at the very end of Shemitah, as the sun sets, uh, as it will in uh, six weeks or so. On the 29th day of Elul, at the end of Shemitah, the loan is canceled. A a loan that is attached to a Prusbal, uh, it does not cancel. That Hillel saw that people were uh, hesitating to lend money and violating that which it says in the Torah that you have to be very careful not to have a low thought and to be concerned about Shemitah coming and not lend to your poor brother and therefore, people were not lending at all. Hamad v'kinei prusbol v'zehu gufosh al prusbol. How does a prusbol work? And we saw this earlier on in this parak. Moswan lechem ploni dayanim shemakom ploni. Actually, the nusach is moswan lechem ploni uploni dayanim shemakom ploni. I am hand announcing in front of you the dayanim shikochov shi'esh lietz l'ploni shagveno kolz man Any any debt that Plony owes me, so it has to be written specifically for towards each borrower, that I will collect it every any time that I want to. Meaning that essentially I'm handing my debt over to the court and the court now is going to be in charge of collection, thus making it a public debt or a court debt which is not affected by shemitah. And we saw earlier in the parak that, that means it can be written from the perspective of the dayanim or the edim, and the opposite party can sign also. Now, this is the classic question: How can you have a debt that midoraita is canceled? How can Hillel say just write this document and then shemitah doesn't affect it? So there's two answers to this. Abaye says it only applies during shemitah in our day, and it's premised on two ideas. That Shemitah in our day is knowing only the D- R- D- uh, In our day meaning either after the Chorban or more likely in a time when Am Yisrael is not uh, settled by tribes and a majority of Am Yisrael settled in Eretz Yisrael. V- v- the other premise is it, it builds on a premise established by Rabbi Yitani. Rabbi Omer, v'zedvar Shemitah shamot. In the parsha of Shmita Ksafim, in Parsha Rei, it uses the word Shmita twice in a row once as a noun once as an imperative bisteshmitah shmitot takat actually is a participle bisteshtei shmitot takat tu the drusher is that it's referring to both shmitot hachmitah karka and hachmitah chksafim one is the smith of the land the other is smith of loans bizman chatam shamel karka chatam shamel chksafim bizman karka i ata meshamel so Rebbe says that whenever shmitat karka doesn't apply shmitat chksafim doesn't apply and therefore bizmana zeher really is no shmitat chksafim Kiner Rabbanon de Tishma Tishamed Zeichel Shvit, and the Rabbanon said we should nonetheless have Shemitah Ksafim as a Zeichel Shvit. Raheel Shinru Mahamilavod Zed Zeh Madvid Kine Pruspol. So Hillel, uh, who according to this read of it, surely uh the indication of the Gemara is that Bismana Zem means after. Khorban bait and after Galut Ashur, which, which uh, means that a majority of Amisrael is not in the land and we're not settled by our tribes, uh, in, in our ancestral lands, uh, because Hillel was a good hundred years before the Khorban. Nonetheless, Hillel saw that people were not lending Amad Vidkin Pruspul. Now, if that's the case, then look back and go and go before Hillel. That means that the rabbanon established a shmita, which means that the loan is still in effect and the, the loan gets canceled. How can they do that? So Rabbi Abayi continues the argument sheval In other words, by the borrower sitting and not paying back his loan, not fulfilling a mitzvah to of paying back the loan. Uh, in, in an area like that, the Rabbanon are able to uproot a mitzvah de'oraita, much as we say, as our, as is our explanation about, uh, shofar and lulav on Shabbat, sheyval ta'aset. That is by his take, that really, mid there's no shemitah at all. They established a shemitah, mid as a le-shemitah de'oraita. They did it because all it involves is a sheyval ta'aset, don't pay back your loan. And Hillel, as a result of what happened in, in consequence, established a proof pool, which overrides that. And the Rabbanon can, can uh, override the Rabbanon. Now Rav Amar, Rav has a whole different take. He says this could apply to Shemitah, the Hefker, Haya, Hefker, the general rule that Hefker, beitin Hefker, which is that the Rabbanon can assign monies to wherever they deem it appropriate. Or what's the source for that? So we have two sources. <speaking in Hebrew> Ezra announced that anyone who does not come to the great gathering, uh, in three days, that was about separating from the foreign wives, etc., all of his, uh, his, uh, property will be confiscated. So you see that. He has a different uh, drasha, which is from the uh, 19th chapter of Sefer Yoshua, where it defines, uh, that's the end of the Seder of Nachalot. "...Ela ha-Nachalot nichalu al-Azar ha-Kohen v'Yoshua binun v'Rashe <inaudible> Ha-Avot livene Yisrael." Why does it say Rashi HaAvot? It should say Rashi HaShvatim. Why is Rashi HaAvot the heads of the father, or the houses of the fathers, as it were? Just like fathers bequeath to their children whatever they want, Similarly, the heads of the tribes, can decide how to apportion out the property to the nation, which means hefker beitin hefker. Either way, we have this principle. So Rava says that Hillel's rule of pruspul applies even when shemitah is doraita because of hefker beitin hefker. All right, those are the two approaches. Now, Ibayalu, right. the question is about Hillel's takana. Keith, kin Hillel pruspul the who takin, or Did he establish it for his generation, and we just continue it with what we may call halachic inertia, otherwise known as minhag. Or did he establish it as a perpetual halacha? The of what's the difference, either way we practice it? The answer is Liv tule, and as we will see, later on it became, uh, contested. Question is, can we overrule it? Ladori who are talking If Hillel only established it for his generation as a stopgap measure against people not lending, then we can cancel it as long as we can convene any sort of a Beitin that will see fit to cancel it. talking. But if Hillel established it in perpetuity, one of the principal mishnayot and about legislation is that a Beitin cannot overturn the rulings of another Beitin, an earlier Beitin. Unless they are greater in both wisdom and number, uh, which it would be very hard to find any beitin that would say, we are greater than the beitin of Hillel. Uh, so let's see whether or not later events indicate, and later uh, suggestions made by Chachamim indicate that they understood Hillel's takana as being uh, for his generation or for all generations. So let's see. My Toshma the Amar Shmuel Shmuel said the following A pruzbul Prusbul ebe ve, ebe ve dina, De sura Prusbul can only be written in one of the two major Batei din that sit in the Yeshivot in Sura or, or Nahadeah V'salka Deitach Dori if you think that Hillel established pruzbul as being in perpetuity M'shar the Ktovet should be written uh, be able to be written in any court because uh, Hillel established stated it could be written by, by, by the name Dayanim it doesn't have to be written by the great Dayanim so the answer is, Dilma Kitakin Hillel, Dori Alma Kingon Beitina, Didai. Ravami Ravasi, Memona. Perhaps Hillel, that was the takana. The takana was was that a, a prusable could only be written by a Beitin or in the presence of a Beitin that really has power of seizure, like the Din later of Rav Ravami and Ravasi in the second generation of Amoraim in Palestine that were able to uproot, uh, the, to confiscate or to seize. They have that, that kind of power. Well, but regular Beitin maybe doesn't have the power, so that doesn't prove anything. Toshma, dammer, is another statement of shmuel. Ha el de dayonihu. This prusbul is the, perhaps the shame, that might be what the word means, of the dayonim. If I had the power, I would cancel the whole thing. In other words, he saw a prusbul as something of a shameful thing, and if he said if I could, I would cancel it out. Avatlina? So, how could Shmuel even consider the possibility of of uprooting the rule of uh, Prousbul? After all, there's no way he could convene a Beitin greater in both numbers and wisdom than the Beitin of Hillel. So uh, that must mean that Hillel really did not establish it in perpetuity, and it really was only for his generation, and it was being continued. And Shmuel said, if I had the power, I would stop it. No, hachikamar, this is what he meant. Meaning, if I could gather a betin that considered itself and the people considered it to be greater both in numbers and in wisdom than Hilo, then I would cancel it. That is, uh, that was Shmuel's take. From Nachman Amar Achaimena. from Nachman had a different take. He said, if I could, I would support the Prusbul. Achaimana? What do you mean? Hamakayim It's already established. What do we need you for? It's already there. So, hachi kamar. Here's what it means. I would explain something. I would explain things in such a way that even if somebody did not write a prusbul, it would still work. Meaning, I would have prusbul be the default of every loan. That's what that's what Nachman said. So, in other words, again, from all of these statements and responses and reactions to Pruzbul, we still have not settled whether Hillel's original takana was a temporary one or permanent one. Now, ibayelu, question, which is a side question about Shmuel's statement, hi ulbana. This word ulbana or Elbon, or shame, Is it does it mean something of brazenness? Is it something of lowliness? What does it mean? Toshmat amar kalash zinta chupata. A bride who has an affair in, in the vicinity of her own chuppah is aluva. Here we would have to say aluva means lowly. Or, uh, sorry, it would mean brazen. Amar what's the pasuk? While the king was at his party, my scent gave forth. And the, the, the idea is, midrashically, is understood, like, on Shabbat pechet as being a an allusion to Amisrael at Har Sinai, building the Egel. So, Amarava Adayin Chavutah gaban. nonetheless, uh, we are still beloved by Hashem, Natan It says, my scent gave forth, but not my scent stunk. Alright, so, but Aluva here seems to be brazen. Alright, Tanar Rabbanan, Han'elavin ve'inan olvim, those who are are insulted and don't insult back. And hear their own uh, curse or their own shame, and they don't respond. They perform their acts of mitzvah from out of love, and they rejoice in the afflictions they're given. The those who love Hashem are like strong, like the sun coming out in its in its glory. But the point is that here the root Alavin seems to be. One of downtrodden and not of brazenness. Okay, so we have two possible explanations as to what she meant, but that was very much of a tangent. Now, my pruspol. What's the etymology of the word pruspol? And again, it's effect. It's uh, some sort of a Greek word which either may, may come from probole or prosbole. One of which means um, something done publicly, and prosbole, which means uh, to to complete a uh, a sale. Amista prus, bully buti it's a takana for the rich and the poor. It allows the rich to collect their debts and allows the poor to get the uh, loans. Buli elu ashirim, so the play on is, is that buli is some sort of an, an archaic Aramaic word for the wealthy. Dichtiv v'sharatiet ga'on u'shem. The pasuk says in the Tochai I will break the pride of your strength. And Yosef said that's a reference to the wealthy people of Yehuda. So it's some sort of a relatively rare word for the wealthy. Buti elu and what's the allusion of that? Dichtiv ha'avet ta'avitanu. That you take a collateral from the poor man when you borrow from, when you lend him. So, an avot is a collateral. So, the word buti, therefore, is an allusion to the poor. So, pruzbuli, prusbuti. Amale rava lelo Rava said to uh, for somebody who didn't understand the Hebrew, my prusbul, he said, what does it mean? Amale Pursa de milta, something that fixes everything. It's like, evidently, in, either in Persian or in Arabic it meant something like a, uh, a, a reparation or a solution. Okay. i Now we get to the Halachot ein If orphans are owed money, they do not need to write a prosbul on that debt. meaning the Beitin is the uh, executors as it were for the orphans and therefore any debt that they have is a debt that's going to be collected not by an individual but by the Beitin, and therefore is not liable for Shemitah. So we have now the Mishten Shvi'it, the end comes in Karka. Prusbul can only be written if the borrower has Karka, and the Prusbul attaches to that land. So what if he doesn't have land, which is very possible, the lender gives some land temporarily of his own, even the smallest amount, uh, to the borrower, And then the Prusbul is written attached to that. How much is this mineral? Even one stalks worth. He doesn't even have to give him land. He just has to give him space in his property to put an oven or something. That's good enough. Is that true? A Prusbul can only be written on a potted plant that has a hole in the bottom, meaning it has to be something that's really in the ground. If it's not, if it doesn't have, uh, a hole in the bottom, meaning it's a potted plant that's sitting on the ground, but the pot is sealed, then you can't write it, which means space is not good enough. You have, after all, according to Rabbi Yehuda, if you have the space use, that's good enough, and according to Hillel, you can't write it on a potted plant which is sealed, but I, uh, you have the space. So, we could be talking about a case where it's sitting on pegs, and it's really not taking up any space, of the ground. So therefore, it really does have to be some space use. Now, Rashi um, had a loan and the borrower did not have any uh any land. So he acquired for him a um a a branch or a root of a palm tree that he had, he said, Okay, I'm giving this to you and the prouse bull is written on it, and of course then he got it back. Rabban de Ravashi Masimilayu Lahadadi. Rabashi's students um didn't even write a prouse bull, they simply uh orally handed the loans over. Um they they just said, You guys are baiting and you're collecting this uh and I'm handing the loan over to you without writing anything, and that seemed to be good enough. Yonatan Masar Rav Chia Bar Abba. So he said I'm I'm asking you as my representative of the Beitin to collect the debt for me. Do I have to do anything else? You don't have to do anything else. Now Karka, Arev Let's say that the land, the borrower has no has no land, but the cosigner has land. Vinhalab you can write on that, because after all, the cosigner signer could also be liable to pay. Let's say neither the borrower nor the cosigner have land. But there's a third party who owes money to the borrower. And he has land. You can write the pruzbul on that land. Why? Because of the famous transference of debts of Rabbi Natan. Let's say that A is coming after B for money. But B in the meantime is coming after C for money. How do I know that A can go to directly to see and collect, if it's the same amount of money, that he should give it to the one to whom he is guilty, meaning that ultimately, wherever the debt will end up, that guy can go and collect it. All right, so that means that if somewhere along the line, somebody has land, the proofs book can be written on that land. Now, Tanan back to the Mishnah and Shvi'it. HaShvi'it Mishametet, by the way, the tenth final parak of a Pasechet Shvi'it, the first nine parakim of which deal with the karka, deals with Shemitah Ksafim and a lot of the laws of Prusbul are there. HaShvi'it Mishametet T'tamilva. Shemitah cancels a debt. Bain Bistar, Bain Shalobishtar. The Mishnah, this is the beginning of the tenth parak, says, whether the debt is bishtar or Shalobishtar. What does that mean? Now, we in Bavel and the Galil. Ravu Shmuel, in Bavell they said, Da'mritavayu, b'shtar min'shtar she ish bo'acharyut nechassim, that means a star which has achrayut. Achrayut of course means that if uh, you come to collect the debt and uh, and I don't own any land, you can go and collect it from somebody who, to whom I sold the land, etc. Shalom b'shtar min shein ba'achrayut nechassim. Right, so star and shelo b'shtar both refer to a star, but a star with or without achrayut. Kol milvalpet. Certainly, an oral debt can will be canceled by shmita. Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Shimon, L'Akish say derech tavaio. In the Galil, they say differently. B'shtar means star sheein baachrayut nechasim. B'shtar means shtar a star without achrayut. Shelo b'shtar means milvalpet. Aba b'shtar A star that uh, that has achrayut in it is not mishamit. Alright, Tanya we have a Breitha that supports the Galilean read. A clear Breitha that says that a Shtarchov is not Mishamat if it has a chrayut. If when you borrowed money you identified a particular field almost like an apoti and said that field will be for collection, and then the Shemitah doesn't affect it. Even if he didn't point out to a particular field, but he said everything I own is is a guarantee to pay back the loan, no and Shmita doesn't doesn't apply. All right, very good. So now we've got both Rabbi Yochanan and a uh, and a Breitah that supports that position that says a star a, a halva is not is not meshamet. So now we have a story. Ravasi Rav had Ravasi. Remember, was the Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan. Ravasi had a relative. He had a star um, that had Achrayut Nachasim in it. All right. So he wanted to collect the money. Shmita was coming, and he was uh, evidently panicking. Atal came to Ravasi. Came to his own relative, Ravasi. He said, "Is this loan going to be canceled or not?" Amarle he said, Shemitah does not cancel the loan. So he came to Rav Yochanan. He said, it will be canceled. Now Ravasi, his own student, came to Rav Yochanan. He asked him the same question. The debt will be canceled. So Rasi said, but Rebbe, you're the one who said it's not Meshameit, if you have a start with with Khrayut. Amalev, Rabbi Yochanan said, that was a theoretical discussion. In practice, I'm not willing to deviate from the accepted practice, uh, which follows the Babylonian read, which is that the debt is cancelled even if it is Bishtar with Achrayut. Amalev, Atanya, Kavate, Demar, but we have a Breita that supports you. You're not just making it up, it's not just based on your own theoretical discussions, you have a brighta. When he said perhaps that is follow is following Beit Shamai. The Amri the a star that's uh, that, that we anticipate its collection, we assume it to already be collected. This has implications as far as Tuvan tuba Tuvad et cetera etc. Um, and so in the same way here, because the debt should be considered already canceled, already collected, therefore it is uh, Shemitah will not affect it. Alright, good. So, uh, Rabbi Yochan is not willing to rule based on that idea, and in practice, all loans, even with Achrayut, are Mashamit, unless there's a cruise bowl attached. If you lend money and there's a there's collateral taken, or you hand over your starot to Beitin, Ain Mishamtin, then the loans are not Mishamit. Beitin. I understand why if you hand your debt over the Beitin, ask them to collect the Topsula Beitina, then it's Beitin's debt and now it's not a private debt. But if you lend money using collateral, why is it not mishamit? the Because the lender has already really collected. So, if I lend you money, and then I go and live in your, in your yard, uh, sort of as, as a protection to make sure that you don't get away. You're going to say the debt is not mishamit? Uh, Collateral actually becomes the property of the, uh, of the, of the lender. Rabbi Yitzchak, famous Joshua Rabbi Yitzchak, how do I know that the creditor acquires the collateral. Shinamar when the when the lender is adjured by the Torah to return the collateral at night for the poor man, if it's his garment, from the sleeping, etc., it says it will be considered staka for you to give it back to him. If it doesn't belong to you, then where's that staka? And you're giving it back to the guy. And coming every night and giving him his nightclothes, and then taking them back during the day, or vice versa. So we can't have Khov and Mashkon. Here we see that he really does acquire it. Tranatams, so we have the Mishnah uh, in Shmi Shmitta, Machirchov Khero Bishviit. Let's say that you owe a debt, Shmitta comes and cancels it, you pay it back anyways. Sarih Shir Marlomishameitani. The lender has to say, I'm, the debt is canceled. And if the borrower says, nonetheless, I want to pay, then you have to accept it from him. Literally, this is the word of shmita. There has to be some sort of a conversation about it. The lender, the borrower can stare at the lender and kind of make him say that and sort of uh, do what he can to, to get him to say that. Abaye Abaya and said, when the borrower pays back, he can't say I'm paying you back my loan. He has to say, This is my money. Shemitah cancelled it. I'm giving it to you as a gift. So I'm Nami Adam said, That's right. And the lender can stare stare at the borrower and and uh and sort of uh, um, not manipulate him, but strong arm him as you were, as it were, psychologically until he says, not only I'm returning it to you, but it's of my own free will and it's my own money that I'm giving to you as a gift. Now is the story. Abba Marta to whom Abba Yumi, famous Abba Barmen Yumi, Masik Bei Rabba Zuzi Rabba was trying to collect money from him that he owed him. Aitin Hun So he gave it to him during Shemitah. He, or he came before him. Amarle Meshamaitani. Raba came and said, I'm Meshamait, the, loan is cancelled. Shaklinu vi So, uh, Amarlein walked away. Ata abai ashkeche do have otziv. came and saw that Raba was sad. Amarle, amai otziv mar, why are you sad? Amarle hachev he told him a story. Azal le so he went to Amarle, amtat le zuzi lamar, did you really bring the money to him? Amarlein? Ammarle umayyam marlech. So what did Rabbi say to you? Ammarle mishametane. Rabbi said, I'm canceling the debt. Shmita came. Ammarle martle afa pi Did you say to him, nonetheless, I want to pay you back? So ammarle lo. Abba manumi said, no, I didn't say that. Ammarle vi. Ammarle afa pi chain. Havishaklin and minach. Hashta miyat amtiruniyale ve ammale afi Had you said it, he would have taken it from you. So, you should go up to him and say, afa pi so brought the money to him. So he came and he said it, and the rabbi took the money from him, and everybody was happy. He said, "I didn't understand this originally." A person is believed to say, "I really did have a bull on this loan." And I lost it. My time, why oh, I came and did the Kinnah Rabbanon Prusbul, Hashavikatei Since the Rabbanon made a way for you to get around and to collect the debt properly, a person is not going to walk away from the possibility of doing things in a in a proper way and uh, and do things in an Asur way. the Rav, so they came to Rav with this report, Amar midi Rav would ask somebody, so they come to Rav with a, a loan and say, can I still collect it? He'd say, maybe you had a pruse bowl with it and you lost it. This is an example of Tach Pichalilem, the Pasuk the end of Mishleh. It says, open up your mouth for the, for the mute. In other words, help somebody along who doesn't know how to argue his case properly. Provide him with a little bit of, uh, of, uh, of, of legal help. So the Rav would say that in the Baitin, perhaps you had a peruse bull. And the Gav would say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay, good. It's not. V'chein balchov, sh'motzi shtarchov, ve'in him no bull. If a balchov takes out a shtarchov, there's no peruse bull, hara'elu lo Paru. You're not allowed to pay back? So the answer is tanoihi, tanya tachov, pruzbul, ayinot So here's the machloket, whether or not you can collect it without a pruzbul, uh, or whether you need the pruzbul, in other words, whether you're believed to say there was a pruzbul here, but it was lost, or shall we say whether we assume a pruzbul to be here. What you see in the sugyah is a tremendous amount of tension that Chachamim had about the whole issue of Shemitah Safim and how it plays out in practice and how to deal with Hillel's takana that allowed us to continue lending in spite of the possible shemitah uh, that affects uh, sometime at the beginning or at the end of the year of shemitah everyone should have a wonderful day